Thank you, Kelly, very, very much. Happy week out from Christmas, everybody. Welcome. Proud to have you. Well, that ended quickly. That band wanted to go home. I guess they have some last-minute Christmas shopping. Uh, anyway, welcome to the program. We will be here and uh, for the next hour, almost an hour. We're going to leave a little bit early, too. Jared Taylor and I are here live to answer your lawn and garden questions. Actually, Jared answers the phone. I answer the questions. And the number is 888-256-1080. Jared is very good at what he does. He is an engineer running the boards and answering the telephones. And uh, I hope the phones get uh, some calls in so that uh, there's something to answer. That would be nice. That would be very nice. So give us a call, won't you, please? I would welcome your call. 888-256-1080. The Texas Lawn and Garden Hour live to more than 30 stations across this great state right now. From the Big Bend country of Alpine all the way to the piney woods of Crockett. And uh, through my hometown of Bryan College Station, where I imagine they are watching and listening to the College Station uh, football team playing for the state championship. That, uh, I'll give you a buy on that one. They deserve that. That's not A&M Consolidated, where I went to school. There are two high schools in College Station now, and they uh, are putting the town on the map. Good for them. Playing a, a Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. I think they're playing Alito, if I'm not mistaken, and Alito has quite a track record. So, uh, anyway, good luck to both teams. Um, and we broadcast from Corpus Christi, Victoria, all the way to Amarillo. Now, there is some disparity. You think of the disparity of temperatures there, and you think of the disparity of rainfall from Alpine to Crockett. This is a great state. I love doing this program. I have to admit that 35 years ago when I began doing this program live, I kind of trembled in my boots thinking, I'm not sure I can keep up with all that. But it uh, it, it turned into be a, a fun challenge. It keeps me very... Uh, on my toes to think about, all right, what is going on in people's lives in their gardens right now across the state of Texas? And so that's what we're here for. Uh, we have some really cold weather coming up toward the end of next week, right before Christmas. So uh, just kind of look at your 10-day forecast, and you may want to invest in some frost cloth. I bought a, a new roll. Let me tell you, let me tell you, frost cloth has gone up in price. The last roll I bought was about six or seven years ago, and this was, I think, two or three times as expensive. I buy uh, 10-foot wide rolls because I have a couple of beds that are big, and I don't use anywhere near the 250 feet that I bought. Oh. So one of our grandkids won't be going to college one year because of that purchase. <laughs> it was, I think, uh, through a wholesale nursery uh, friend of mine. I bought it uh, for 260 or something like that. I'll use probably 30 or 40 feet of it, and you can reuse it for you know, how, how long you leave it on. But that stuff's going on this week. I have a couple of beds of cast iron plant, which in the Dallas-Fort Worth area is not reliably hardy into the mid-teens. And so I just prefer not to have to cut all the leaves to the ground every year. So I just cover it instead. It takes about 10 minutes to cover it and about two days to trim it. So anyway, that's what I'll be doing. Just lost my call screen. Let me uh, reopen it, and I'll get that back up again. So uh, anyway, give us a call, please. I really don't want to do a monologue for the next hour. I need calls. This may be the hardest. We're going to be live next Saturday on Christmas Eve. 
That may be the worst programming decision I've ever made. I won't do Christmas Day, but I'll do Christmas Eve. And, Jared, you may be calling me. I don't know how many fake voices you can come up with, but you're going to have to have at least ten. And uh, so that may be even worse than today. So what would you say? He'll do something, he says. He has a lot of relatives, and he'll have them call. But anyway, I'd love to hear from you today, please. All kidding aside, 888-256-1080. If you have a question that you have intended to call and ask about, and you say, well, I know he's just swamped with calls, not the case right now. So 888-256-1080. You know, I've been doing this program long enough. I know that this happens. And I make fun of it. I don't anguish over it. Yeah, the best you can do is expose uh, your frailties to the world and let them know what you're going through and just stand back and hope that somebody will pitch in and help. 888-256-1080. We'll take my first break. We'll get that out of the way, and we'll see where we are on the other side, see if, uh, see if we have some calls. 888-256-1080. This will be the last time that you will hear this special offer uh, because I can still get the book to you by Christmas, um, but I have to have your order uh, by noon on Monday. I have to have your order by noon on Monday. Uh, the first book that you buy of my of my uh, Lone Star Gardening is regular price of thirty eight ninety five. That's a bargain. But the second and third copies that you buy are thirty three ninety five, shipped to the same mailing address. So if you'd like to give a couple of copies as Christmas gifts, or maybe ahead of time for birthday gifts or housewarming or whatever, that would be absolutely doable. And you save on postage, and you save $5 per book by buying them at the same time to the same mailing address. But I have to have your order by noon on Monday if you need them by Christmas. That's a requirement. The post office requires that they be in by mid-afternoon, Monday afternoon. I will be signing all day Monday. I have about 500 books ahead of yours. Uh, I will work uh, this evening and all afternoon tomorrow after church. So that's where we are. The book is called Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, 344 pages, 840 of my best photos, a hardback printed in Texas. I sign every copy as it sells. It covers everything about outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. Lawns, landscapes, flowers, fruit, and vegetables. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of when to do everything. Your satisfaction is guaranteed or I'll give you a full refund. Now, the first book, again, $38.95, second and third books to the same address, only $33.95. It is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. Here are the two ways you can order it. One is to order it right now. That is by far your better way to order it right now from my website at neilsperry.com. The best way to do it is just to have a simple signature. But if you want an inscription, that's that's possible. But simple signatures go the fastest. And that's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Uh, if you need to call, if you just don't do Internet purchases, you can call Monday morning, but must have your order by noon Monday. And that's at... Uh, uh, 800-752-GROW. Once again, it's neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, or 800-752-GROW. 
800-242-4769. The phone line is not open today, but it will be open Monday morning. Those are the ways you can get Niels Ferry's Lone Star Gardening for the Christmas special, but we must have your order by noon on Monday if you need it for Christmas. At Mueller, they believe in value. Their Value Plus buildings are pre-engineered, and they feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant. They come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. True value from Mueller shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money. You get more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call Mueller today, 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-3553. Or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. Mueller means more. Mueller means value. I'll have more after this message. All right, Kelly, thank you very much. That's Kelly Robinson friend of mine for almost 40 years. Thank you, Kelly. All right. Phone line is, uh, we have two lines open, three lines open, one line occupied. That's that's a good start. We can do better. 888-256-1080 for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour, live on this uh, uh, eight days out from Christmas, 888-256-1080. We go to Keith in San Angelo. Keith, good morning. This is Neil. How can I help you? Neil, I wanted to ask you a question <clears throat> about my roses. I put out <clears throat> about a dozen roses uh, roughly two years ago, and I, I bought them from one of the local uh, hardwares here in town, and uh, the brand on the, the little tag calls them knockabouts. And the first year I put them in, they just were gorgeous. They just, they just bloomed and bloomed and bloomed. It just really did well. But this last summer... They started to stress, and they started getting, like, leaf wilt, and I didn't know if it was that or if it was uh, spider mites or whatever. But anyway, I went to one of the local nurseries, and he sold me some stuff that I put on the end of a hose, and you spray it on. And I did that a couple different times, and but it just seems like I've already lost one plant completely, and some of my other ones are still continuing to deteriorate and i'm just wondering is there something i'm not i'm overlooking i took an actual leaf or branch to my nursery had him look at it and he just said it was just the uh, heat stress on the plants but even as the temperatures have cooled off i'm not seeing a lot of improvement okay uh let me try to help first of all you probably have knockout roses does that sound familiar knockout that's it yeah that's uh, one of the most popular rose groups that's ever been introduced, probably the most popular. And uh, for a long time, they were just a superstar. I, I don't want to use that term. That's a, a Texas A&M coined and registered term. A couple mm-hmm. of them were Texas superstars. Um, but they, they've just been superhero plants. Uh, but they have developed a problem along with a lot of other roses. Um, I want to describe a couple of things and you tell me if you have seen them or not. Do not feel compelled to say, yes, I saw that if you didn't. 
Have you noticed any of the stems on any of the roses, especially those that uh, have uh, died, uh, that had just an extraordinary number of thorns? Yes. They're very, in fact, it, it, is, it just looks like they had put on 10 times the amount of stickers that were normally on a rose. All right. I may not need to go too much farther. Uh, I want to describe a disease called rose rosette virus, RRV. Uh, rose rosette is, is a virus that is transmitted by a microscopic mite. Uh, that is wind-borne. Uh-huh. It is carried through the wind. Knockouts are susceptible. They're no more susceptible than any other rose, but the problem that we have with knockouts is that landscapers often use them in mass plantings. Uh, in uh-huh. commercial landscapes, they'll use them kind of like we might have used uh, dwarf shrubs before. And so they, they have a chance to just get a giant population of this disease in, in an area. Then it will spread uh-huh. through a neighborhood. Uh, okay. The the first symptoms that you will see of rose rosette the first year will be, uh, you may see that 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 stem or two within a plant, not the whole plant, but a stem or two that will have just the giant number of thorns. You will often have a bull cane, one cane that rises out of the mass of the plant, uh, with a stem that is three times as thick as it normally would be and much taller, uh, just like it has it's on steroids. The buds will not open properly. They will almost as if they have thrips. They will they will brown before they open. Uh, mm-hmm. Then by the end of the first year, the the plant uh, ceases to produce normal buds. The leaves begin to turn brown and and wither. Yeah, I have yep. at my website the same website I mentioned in the ad a minute ago. I have on my home page um, a, a the beginning of a story on rose rosette virus. And I have left it there for several years because I have so many calls about that disease, especially in the Dallas Fort Worth area. The, the problem became epidemic in Dallas Fort Worth about 12 years ago. And uh, I couldn't show you a good rose in Dallas Fort Worth. I haven't seen one for a decade. Um, yeah. it spread through the, the, the area, through the state. The disease uh-huh. has been around for, uh, decades, but it became really a problem about 10 years ago in, in DFW, and now it's spread through through Texas. Look at those right. photos. The photos, uh, most of the photos were taken in Allen, Texas. I live mm-hmm. not far from there, and, and I would see them as I was uh, driving or riding through, and uh, they're knockouts, so you'll be able to compare exactly. Uh, the, right. the sad news is that once a rose is infected with uh, rose rosette, Probably the whole neighborhood is, and that plant must be taken out, roots and all, and destroyed. And I'll let you read the whole write-up that I've uh, left archived there, but it's a very serious disease. Texas A&M has uh, had a five-year study. It was uh, many millions of dollars funded by a bunch of organizations and and multiple states. Uh, They have not found a workaround yet for it. Uh, They are now working on it again and trying to find some way to get around it. It's horrible, and it is worldwide. Neil, would it have any effect on uh, pine trees? I've got three young pine trees that I put out just right next to them. Roses Roses, only. Roses only, yes, sir. First thing to do is is look at those photos and match them up. There are probably 20 photos there and and see if they're a match. But it sure sounds like that that thorniness is the dead giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, God, they were beautiful roses. My first year, they were just oh, drop dead gorgeous. I had, they just I've hundreds it. of them. 
I've heard it and I've lived it. I understand. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I wish I well, had thanks. a nice answer for you. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to go Merry compare pictures. <laughs> yeah. All right. Merry Christmas okay. to you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right, let's see. Let me get a break out of the way. Thank you all for calling. We have Roger, Lana, and, and Jeff. And uh, please hang with me. I'm, these are good questions you have coming up, and I'll try my best to help you. Uh, Roger, uh, the identifying flowers question, I'll try my best to help. Uh, I don't know where you're uh, going with it, and I'll sure give it a try. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. It comes from my computer to your email. We uh, publish it every Thursday, about 6 p.m., and I hope you'll uh, take a look at it and see if you'd like to uh, sign up for it. We just published it 36 hours ago, so if you want to see a sample of what eGardens looks like, you go to the page on my website where you sign up for it, and there also is the opportunity there to see the last two or three issues. That's at neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab, and then there will be several dates, and you just click on one of those, and it will unfold before your eyes. I think you'll want to. I think you'll want to be a part of it. We have about eighty thousand subscribers, and uh, I think you'll. I think you'll enjoy it. Take a look at Stephen Chambly's story. Stephen writes for us once a month, and take a look at the story he wrote about uh, a time that he uh, represented himself as Santa Claus. You'll like that. That's Niels Perry's E Gardens. There's always a featured plant of the week. There always is uh, gardening this weekend, where I point out the things you need to get done in the ensuing three or four days. And uh, there always is the Q&A section where I answer your questions. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Same place you go to order my book. Remember, you have until noon on Monday to get the book ordered if you want it for Christmas. neilsperry.com. More after these messages. Thank you, Kelly, very, very much. Let's go right back. I don't want to keep people waiting any longer than necessary because they've been kind enough to call. Roger in College Station, thanks for calling. How can I help you? Howdy, Neil. Greetings from your hometown. Yes, sir. Uh, we uh, we have we built a house uh, about four years ago out off Rock Prairie Road, uh, east of the highway, mm-hmm. and uh, we had in a in a bed uh, by the by the driveway between the house and the driveway some flowers appear that at first we thought were, were pretty nice. They have these beautiful purple, small blooms, maybe an inch, inch and a quarter across. They would appear in the morning and go away at night. But those things, they grew up to like 30 inches tall, and boy, they just started spreading like crazy, hmm. definitely invasive. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you mentioned in your book, uh, Mexican Petunia, don't know if that might be what that is because you say they're invasive, but now I have a different thing that showed up, and it's a much short, same color bloom, but it's got uh, larger leaves. They're still kind of long and slender, but larger than the previous ones, and they're they're staying short. So I've allowed two or three clumps of them to to, to grow. They don't seem to be spreading real fast, but they're down around oh eight inches tall, and I don't know whether to get rid of those things or or leave them alone. All right. Well, Mexican petunia is Ruellia, R-U-E-L-L-I-A. You can easily look Mm -hmm. that one up and and see if there's a match online. Well, Um, I see it in your book, but I don't see a photo, so go ahead. Well, uh, there should be a photo, um, but even if there isn't, it's easy to find it online. 
Um, sometimes plants that have uh, blue and especially, well, purple and especially blue uh, flowers uh, are difficult to photograph because the colors, I think it's called anomalous refraction. I'm not sure that may be, may not be the right term, but the color mm-hmm. doesn't represent itself quite right. But anyway, mm-hmm. I, I know that I have photographed Ruelia, Mexican petunia, with no problem. Uh, the, the one that gets tall and that is invasive um, can be really invasive, but was there a home here on this property or was there somebody else living uh, there before or is, no, no, man, not, it was it's pretty not much be, covered. Yeah, it's not going to be yeah. native there. It's not going to be wild there. Does this yeah, have I've stems? Come. Go ahead. Go ahead. Does it have stems that clamber around on top of the ground, or is it strictly coming up from, from the ground? Well, the one that, that I've got now is just strictly seems to be coming up from the ground. and uh, I'm talking about the, the tall some, one. Oh, the tall ones. Uh, oh, boy, yeah, it's got stems. It just, you know, it, it yeah. Are the flowers blue or lavender? Are they blue or lavender, honey? The tall ones. Lavender. Man, the the ones that we got the the shorties that we got out there now, they are, they are about similar color, but they're 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 so far this year when they appeared, they've been staying short. All right. Roger, I can't go any farther on an ID yeah. without seeing it. Let me tell you the two things you. that that in my mind's eye that I'm trying yeah. to trying to differentiate in my question. Those tall ones are terrible. Hang, I'll tell hang, you that. Hang on, hang on. I, I'm I'm going to use all my airtime and not help you any. Um, the two things that I'm trying to differentiate are to help you with Ruelia. I'm going to put that back to you to look that up online. Katie's dwarf Ruelia is a lovely plant that if I had that in my yard, and I do, I rejoice as it multiplies because it is not invasive. It's a beautiful little Mexican petunia that stays very neatly in a place. It may grow three or four inches wider in five years. No big deal. The Mexican petunia, the tall one, but it does not have stems that that are laying on top of the ground, so I don't think that's Mm -hmm. what you have, but that one is invasive. I also was wondering about a, a wildflower that would be native to Brazos County, and that is called spiderwort. Oh. Uh, and that's also called dayflower. Dayflower is a lovely plant, and there are cultivated dayflowers, but it will take over an area. Let me leave it at that and let you do a little bit of homework, and then if you want to post a photo on my Q&A section of my, uh, of my eGardens, then I'll be happy to try to help you. Um, you have to be there at the moment the Q&A opens up because I, I can only take so many. And, and it, it, the, the meter shuts off after a while. First time I did that, I had 110, and, and it, it took me weeks to get through them all. i got to run. I've got a full bank of yeah, phone calls. Yeah, sounds now, good. So Those are a couple good if, leads. Thank yeah, you. let me see if I can help you that way. That would be the best suggestion. Thank you. Let me go to Lana, also in Brazos County, in Bryan this time. Lana, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. It's an honor to speak with you. Thank you. Well, I'm uh, glad to have you call. I have a leaning tree question. I believe it's a water oak. When I bought my house, it had a tag on it that said water oak, mm-hmm. which is, I think it's too large to even be there, but the starter home builder, I think, just planted what he could get a good deal on. It's been there 11 years, and it's grown at an angle, 
Mm. I'm not sure. The angle may be 45 degrees, maybe not that much, but it's very noticeable when you see the tree. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if I should go ahead and cut it now. At least it would fall away from the house in a storm, but it's at such an angle. It's really, I'm wondering if I should just go ahead and cut it down. I would get, uh, well, so the, the tree is just not plumb with the world. It wasn't planted properly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That is tragic. It is so sad. I, a, a, a sentence that I have said many times, having grown up in College Station, here are words that I have said many times because I live in alkaline, an, an area with alkaline soil. In my mm-hmm. next life, I want to live where I can grow water oaks again. I love that tree. Mm-hmm. I grew up growing them and, and having them in my yard in College Station. And I love that tree, and I can't grow them in the alkaline soil. It turns yellow. Um, having said that, uh, anytime you have a tree that is out of plumb, uh, there is no way to correct that. Um, right. Un- unless you can, and, and I'm not suggesting what I'm about to say, unless you can dig it and reset it vertically. And by now, mm-hmm. it's way too late for that, obviously. Right. This one's too big for that now. Yeah. I left it too long. Yeah. And so, uh, unless you wanted to have an arborist look at it and see if there's some way to prune it, to reshape it, which it doesn't sound like it, there is, then, yes, probably cutting it and replacing it with some other tree is probably your best bet. That is so sad and bad on the person who planted it. That's, that's unconscionable. Okay. Yeah, Do you I'm have any sorry. suggestions of it? I've read your book about all the different tree varieties, and I mm-hmm. wasn't able to come up with which one to plant. It's a very small lot, and it's a one-story house. So it would need to be, I think, a small tree. How how tall would you like it to be at maturity? Oh, maybe just a little bit taller than the house. So 30 feet? Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. Um, the the A++ tree would be Little Gem, G-E-M, Southern Magnolia. That would be beautiful. Okay. Or, or another um, improved southern magnolia called D. D. Blanchard. That's a beautiful tree. Those are those are both uh, uh, shorter than the regular magnolia. Um, they're going to be mm-hmm. a little slower growing, and so that's something you have to take into account. Other small to mid-sized trees that would be good, uh, but not as good as that. I mean, that is the gold standard. Those are the gold standard mm-hmm. trees. Uh, golden rain tree would be would be pretty. Kind of hard to find, but they're but they're pretty. Uh, you could also yes, use... I was going to ask you where to find the trees here in Bryan College Station. I only know the the big box stores. I'm yeah. sure there are arborists yeah. somewhere, yeah. but well, I think uh, there. I was helping a, a classmate of mine from A&M Consolidated, and his wife found oh, a tree, uh-huh. and they uh, they found a, a tree yard that is open on Saturdays. And I don't remember the okay. name of it, or I'd, I'd recommend it mm-hmm. to you. Uh, producers, I okay. think, sells, sells trees. I can't, I can't remember. I know that, you know, one would think with a really great ag school like A&M that there would be a, a flourishing nursery in a developing community like that. Uh, but, yeah, you know, if I... If yeah, I, I used to live in Abilene, and we... I used to live in Abilene, and we had a couple of nurseries oh, that had nursery people there who knew what they were talking about and they could help you but here it's 
It's like it's, I, it's it's really odd. When I was growing up in Bryan College Station, there were a couple of nurseries, and now the town is uh, is about. Uh, let me see. I'll do a little quick math. About twenty times bigger, and there were seven thousand people in College Station when I moved out and and left for mm-hmm. Ohio State. But I I think you're just going to have to ask around a little bit. You may end up going to Navasota or even to Conroe or or, or North Houston. Um, okay. But it's not. Those are not. Uh, not overwhelming uh, obstacles. Okay. But that's what I would. Can I go back and ask you another question about my leaning tree? Yeah. Um, you should bet. I go ahead and cut it, cut it down now, or just let it go for a couple more years? Just enjoy it while it can. Uh, that you have to decide. I, I have a hard time cutting mm-hmm. trees down. I will tell you, I have a hard time taking uh, old shrubs out of my landscape. And it's kind of like taking a pebble out of your shoe. It feels really good when you do it, but you have a hard time bringing yourself to stop, take time to do it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you're not, it's not going to make you feel any better to look at it for two more years. You will probably feel better if you get your new tree and get it started. You might even consider okay. some of the tall varieties of crepe myrtles. You, there, are, there are lots uh-huh. of uh, You might consider an East Palatka holly or or some of the other really tall hollies those are our possibilities so there are other okay. things you could consider that's, good luck with good. it i've got some good ideas now yeah good luck with it thank you for calling take thank care. you neil you betcha all right we'll come back to jeff in the dfw area with a cyclamate question mary and montague county with a question i've never been asked before i'll <laughs> i'll let her ask it let me uh let me get you uh the last time I will do this ad on this program, and that's for my book for Christmas gift giving. You must have the order in by noon on Monday. The best thing for you to do would be to do it on my website now while you're thinking about it if you need it by Christmas. Now, I will honor the order all the way up until Christmas, but you must have the order in by noon on Monday if you expect to get the books by Christmas. First book at thirty-eight ninety-five. that's regular price. Second and third at thirty-three ninety-five if they are shipped in the same box to the same mailing address. Now, this is a book with 344 pages, 840 of my best photos, a hardback printed in Texas. I sign each copy as it sells. I'll be signing. I have about 500 to sign this afternoon and tomorrow afternoon and uh, and then get in the mail on Monday. So I'd love to get one to you, but I, we must have your order by noon on Monday in order to get all the labels ready. And I'm taking these to the post office myself. It's going to involve pretty much nonstop. We don't have my pickup any longer. So it's going to be back and forth to the post office with boxes of books. And I'd love to have one in there for you. Uh, the uh, book has uh, 11 chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor gardening for all of Texas. It comes with a complete a guarantee of complete satisfaction or a full refund 77,000 copies sold and not one request for refund yet so i think you'll like it uh, the two ways you can order it it's not in stores not on amazon you order it either by calling my office monday morning or by ordering it from my website and the website is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. You can do that right now. If you call the office, you'll have a very narrow window of when you can call, and that's at 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. 
the Christmas offer. You must order by noon Monday. They, the post office requires they be in by 4 o'clock on Monday afternoon. More after these two messages. All right, Kelly, thank you very, very much. And we go back to the phone lines. Let's go to Jeff in the DFW area. Jeff, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Neil. Always a pleasure. Thank you. We have uh, two cyclamen that uh, each end of our each side of our door front door facing south, and old man winter's coming this week. It sure is. So I missed your monologue. So you may have covered this. If, it, if you did, I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. What uh, what steps can we take? Would would cross cloth be enough, or do we? How would we do that? They're in kind of heavier pots, concrete pots, so it may be more difficult to move them. Um, we're looking at perhaps about 36 hours of sub-freezing, maybe Thursday night through early Saturday morning. How long have they um, been in the concrete pots? Probably about a month now. Okay. Uh, one option you would have would be to reach into those pots with your hands and lift them mm-hmm. up very carefully and put them back into the same pots they were in or a larger pot. Uh, if, if, it, if it looks like, I wouldn't do that until pretty close to game time. If it looks okay. like by... Uh, so I think, uh, what is it, Thursday night, Friday is the time they're expecting the worst of the temperatures. Uh, mm-hmm. If it looks like they're going to hold to those gosh-awful 18, 15, 20-degree temperatures, yeah. then you might yes, want sir. to do that and set them into the, into the garage or someplace where the, 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 the danger zone for cyclamen is probably in the mid-20s, 26, 27. Okay. And I don't think frost cloth will give you that much protection. Um, it might, in a, if they're up in a protected alcove, and if you really mm-hmm. bundle them up, and if you have yeah. an incandescent bulb or something you can put under there, don't put LED lights, that doesn't do anything. But, doesn't do anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's why we use them. But, <laughs> that's uh, right. But uh, anyway, that, that's, and, and then the other option is just say, well, that was a nice experiment, but, but I would, I would they're, they're not so well-rooted into the concrete pots that they couldn't, if you if you do it very carefully, don't water them for a day or so ahead of time, and mm-hmm. so that you can lift them out with your hands. If you decide, nope, I'm going to leave them where they are, then water them very thoroughly so that they don't go into it uh, dehydrated, and um, and then cover them with the frost cloth. I have the same issue with about 250 uh, cast iron plants, aspidistra, that mm. have been in the ground for 30 years. Those babies are getting covered. I am not going to be trimming them back. <clears throat> I've seen your pictures where you've covered them and how they've come through. Even the Isn't big, it amazing? big cold. Yeah, oh, if, wow. if five leaves stick out, they're gone, and the rest of the plants look <laughs> Yeah, a couple of guys place. wanted to look out. They're, they're, they're risking yeah. themselves. Yeah. Hey, um, I was going to ask you, if I took and put these cyclamen, say, next year, or maybe when I replace them, into a plastic pot that just kind of slid down into that Double pot, that's the way to do it. That's the way to yeah, do it. Yeah, but well, then I could just take them out and not have to worry about what you're just saying. I could just take the whole pot out and move it for yep. and, uh, 36 and the, hours. Okay. And the ground in the concrete pot will freeze hard as a rock, so it'll stay waiting for them. It'll be formed you waiting bet. for them when it thaws out. So, yeah, that works perfectly. Okay, that'll work. Thank you for your help, and uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, let me get my last break out of the way. We'll come to Marion, Montague County. 
with, a, I think, a very useful and very interesting question. My website is neilsperry.com. Sign up for eGardens there, but most importantly, get my book bought if you're interested in it for the Christmas special, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. you also find my 1001 Most Asked Garden Questions there. So a lot of stuff in that Rose Rosette virus is uh, information is archived there. Great Myrtle Bark Scale information is archived there. That's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. When people think of Mueller, they think of quality steel buildings and durable metal roofing. But that name Mueller means so much more. It means you'll have a product manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers to help design the building of your dreams. And it means you'll have a company in business for 90 years standing behind your warranty. It also means you'll get tons of added value, like roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge, designing and manufacturing new products like their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. To find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, 877-268-3553. Or you can stop by one of their 33 locations. Mueller, Inc., Dot com. Mueller means more. I'll have more after this message. <laughs> 